Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Dave Dildine in the traffic center. Montgomery County, Interloop traffic remains slow from 355 into Silver Spring. Outer Loop getting a little better, but still sluggish, rounding past Connecticut Avenue. Distraction of a crash on the right shoulder. 270 northbound, still audit off the brakes through Gaithersburg. Route 100 eastbound, east of 95, heading for Route 1. Watching your mirrors for a fire rescue response. A crash reported out that way on 100 in Elkridge. Uh, also, with the day-long closure of MacArthur Boulevard at points between Walhunding Road and uh, Maryland Avenue for emergency utility work. That's MacArthur Boulevard. Chantilly, Virginia, on Route 28. Northbound traffic remains heavy and slow. Crash between 50 and Udvar-Hazi. Been there for almost an hour now. Working on getting the sideways car straightened out. The crew still blocking the left lanes on 28 North. Southbound allowing for minor rubbernecking. Out-of-loop traffic remaining heavy near 66 and Arlington Boulevard. And a bit slow farther around as you close in on the Wilson Bridge. Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get our forecast from Mark Pena. Windy conditions slowly dying down as we head into the evening hours of your Monday. Temperatures are on the chilly side, though, expecting a widespread freeze tonight with most areas dropping below freezing and even seeing temperatures in the low 20s outside the Beltway by early tomorrow. Tuesday is looking fantastic with mostly sunny skies, highs in the 40s, and a south wind at around 5 to 10 miles an hour. I'm 7 News Media Smart Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, we are looking at temperatures dropping 39 DuPont Circle, 39 in Germantown. We check in at 40 in Annandale. At 5.59. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up... Breaking news. The Supreme Court has agreed to fast-track the special counsel's request to decide whether former President Trump has immunity in his D.C. election interference trial. Ten teenagers are facing charges of armed carjacking conspiracies. I'm Dick Iuliano. Extremely excruciating. Taking down a mural dedicated to American hostages taken abroad. I'm Luke Luker. Will the future of robotics and AI be driven by these middle school students? This is Kyle Cooper. On Wall Street for the day, the Dow ended up 157, NASDAQ up 29. It's 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Peter King, and we have breaking news from Washington, where the Supreme Court has just agreed to fast-track a decision that could make or break the government's election subversion case against Donald Trump. Here's CBS's Tom Foti. It did not take long, just hours after special counsel Jack Smith asked the Supreme Court to essentially short-circuit a potential move to delay the start of the Trump election interference trial. The court agreed to fast-track its consideration of Trump's claim to be immune from criminal prosecution for actions he took while president. A Texas woman's request for an emergency abortion has taken her out of state for treatment because her case is tied up in court. More from Houston, CBS's Janet Shamlian. The Center for Reproductive Rights has issued a statement indicating Kate Cox has been forced to leave Texas to get health care outside of the state. And sources say she will be getting an abortion. The 31-year-old is more than 20 weeks pregnant with a fetus diagnosed with a likely fatal genetic abnormality. Ukraine's president is in the U.S. and lobbying for continued aid from Washington to the war with Russia. Vladimir Zelensky tells U.S. military officials that every delay makes Vladimir Putin more dangerous. Ukraine is just a stepping stone for Russia, a way to act like 
that old empire that died in 1989 and to challenge the lead of freedom wherever the Russia Tsar likes. He meets with President Biden tomorrow. CBS's Manuel Bajorcas is in Nashville with an update on dozens of families left homeless by tornadoes that ripped through central Tennessee. 500 homes in Clarksville sustained some type of damage. 91 of those destroyed. Uh, so that's 91 families who don't have a place to sleep, who have likely lost all their clothes and uh, need shelter. Adding to the misery here is the fact that it's very cold and in fact the temperatures dipped into the mid-20s overnight. The Auto Club says more than 115 million of us will travel 50 or more miles from home for Christmas or New Year's. AAA projects 7.5 million air travelers this holiday season but many are doing it now to avoid the travel rush like Kathy visiting from D.C. I am traveling now and thank goodness I will be going home so I don't have to travel at Christmas. <laughs> Dana and her family are visiting New York from Seattle. <laughs> they are Airports are like, no, we do not travel on Christmas. That's why we're coming early to New York. And so we don't have, we can enjoy Christmas here and then go and have our family Christmas back in Seattle. Matt Piper, CBS News, New York. An unusual eclipse is only visible in one part of the U.S., South Florida, as the asteroid Leona blots out the bright star Betelgeuse later tonight. The Dow is up 157. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform, you need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 6.03 on WTOP on Monday, December 11th, 2023. Clear skies getting colder. We're down to 41 in D.C. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour, a significant development development in the possible effort to move the Wizards and Capitals to a new home in Northern Virginia. The Washington Post reports a handful of Virginia state lawmakers has been meeting to consider a deal to bring the two teams to a new arena in the Potomac Yard neighborhood of Alexandria. Now, the Post quotes four people who have knowledge of the meeting but don't want to be named. The proposal would include leasing the new arena to Ted Leonsis, owner of the Monumental Sports, which includes the Caps and the Wizards. Now, as part of the plan, the arena itself would be owned by the Virginia Stadium Authority. But how serious is this potential deal? I don't think, and, you know, a lot of the people we've spoken to don't think that it would have made it this far and have made it to this specific commission of state lawmakers if this was not something that, Virginia and Monumental were both seriously considering and seriously, you know, putting resources and time and effort into. That is Teo Armas, one of four Washington Post reporters who broke the story this afternoon who joined us here on WTOP. Leonsis has been asking D.C. leaders for hundreds of millions of dollars to refurbish Capital One Arena. The same time he's been speaking with Virginia leaders about moving the teams. Capital One was built back in 1997. We'll have a complete interview with with Teo Armas of The Post. That's coming up at 6.15. Tragedy in Northwest D.C. as an elderly husband is now accused of killing his wife. D.C. police say 85-year-old Stephen Schwartz stabbed his 81-year-old wife to death. He's charged with murder. Investigators say just before 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon, police were called to the apartment on Corcoran Street where they found Sharon Schwartz suffering from stab wounds. Her husband was also injured. Police say he had self-inflicted wounds. Sharon Schwartz died at a hospital. One person dead, another hurt in a shooting in Largo. It happened this afternoon. Prince George's County Police say they were called to Harry S. Truman Drive near the Prince George's Community College baseball field. 
Around 1230 today, officers say they found a man who had been suffering from gunshot wounds. He died at the scene. A second man was also shot, taken to the hospital, and is now reported to be in stable condition. And now the latest on the problem of armed carjackings by young people in D.C. Two groups of teenagers have been indicted in the city in two separate conspiracies. Sade Hardy, Landrell Jordan, and Malik Norman are named in a federal indictment. Seven other teenagers are charged by a D.C. Superior Court jury. FBI Assistant Director in Charge of the Washington Field Office, David Sundberg, says many of the carjackings were in broad daylight. The carjackers showed no mercy or remorse to the victims, who included a dentist on her way to work, a mother buckling her children into her vehicle in front of an elementary school. To curb the carjacking spree, U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves is recommending juveniles charged in repeated carjackings be tried as adults and face maximum penalties. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A temporary mural in D.C. dedicated to Americans who have been wrongfully detained abroad is being refreshed after a year and a half. It's happening as some of the people have now come home and others remain behind bars with their families greatly concerned. That's the sound of a pressure washer slowly erasing many loved ones' faces here at Freedom Alley in Georgetown. The face from this wheat paste mural was humanitarian Maj Kamamaz. He had entered Syria. Within less than 24 hours of his entrance, he was unjustly detained. His daughter Miriam says they have had no contact in seven years. Don't even know if he's alive. It has been an extremely, extremely excruciating experience. She gathered with others from the Bring Our Families Home campaign as the temporary mural was taken down. The family of Zach Shaheen, who has been in a Dubai prison for 16 years, had one request. Brief appointment or even a phone call with President Biden. Families plan to rally outside the White House tomorrow. In Georgetown, Luke Luker, WTOP News. 607, the future of AI and robotics may be driven by local middle school students. A big investment was made today to help that along. We are granting $520,000 to Virginia. Google is making the investment, says the company's MJ Henshaw. That means that uh, robotics clubs uh, will pop up across the state. Herndon Middle School will get a robotics club with the investment. Today, about 40 kids got to try out a project. Seventh grader Evelyn was all in. Yeah, I like, I'm in like design and model, and like I like making stuff. Congressman Jerry Conley says he's excited the students are getting a chance to drive robotics and AI forward. We're going to use robotics to do all kinds of other exploration that otherwise human beings couldn't do. In Herndon, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Rivian looks for a Fairfax home. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 608. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. They'll have some pockets of congestion on the Beltway, like the Outer Loop near Arlington Boulevard and Route 1 in Alexandria, like in Montgomery County on the Inner Loop near Connecticut Avenue and Georgia Avenue. Outer Loop sluggish past Connecticut with the distraction of a crash on the right shoulder, at least as of the top of the hour, but the lanes have been open throughout. 270 northbound, still heavy through Gaithersburg, but should be improving here soon. 95 northbound, a slow exit into Elk Ridge, the crash on 100 east between 95 and Route 1. One damaged on the left, one damaged on the right. You were able to get by down the center, but might be stopped from time to time by the uh, response to this one. And all day long, the closure of MacArthur Boulevard at points between Walhonding Road and Maryland Avenue for emergency utility work, tree down, wires down, and the utility work ongoing on MacArthur Boulevard, which is still blocked. 
in Virginia on Route 28 northbound. Delays beginning to ease out of Chantilly. Watch the crash clear with the lanes reopening in camera between 50 and Udvar-Hazy. 66 beginning to calm down, just minor westbound slowing near Oakton and Centerville. And on 95 southbound, the pace is still somewhat slow between Newington and Woodbridge. But again, here too, should be easing up uh, by the uh, bottom of the hour or so. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Now let's get our forecast from 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Mark Pena. Winds will slowly die down as we head farther into the evening hours across the DMV as a cold night ahead shapes up across our region. Clear skies and calm winds will lead to a widespread freeze tonight with most areas dropping below freezing. By Tuesday morning, most areas waking up to the mid to upper 20s to a few low 30s out there. And your Tuesday looking fantastic with nothing but sunny skies and highs in the 40s. Those winds will become southerly throughout the day and that's leading to another clear and cold night with areas dropping below freezing again by early Wednesday morning. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we're at 39 DuPont Circle in downtown D.C., 38 in Germantown. Annandale still at 40, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Chef Clayball. What would have been a huge deal in the healthcare industry won't happen. Cigna has abandoned its talks to buy rival Humana. The two healthcare giants failed to agree on a price. Southwest Airlines flight attendants still have no contract. They've rejected the contract deal negotiated by their union. 64% voted no. Electric truck and SUV maker Rivian plans to open its first service center in the D.C. area. The Washington Business Journal says Rivian has applied for zoning approval in Fairfax. Lucid Motors and Tesla both have showrooms in Tyson's. The Dow finished the day up 157 points, almost a half percent. The S&P 500 up 18. The Nasdaq finished the day up 29 points. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Mantech. At Mantech, putting our country first is our mission. And we're hiring. Learn more at Mantech.com. Coming up, the Capitals and Wizards have been playing their home games in D.C. since the late 90s. But could they soon be moving to Northern Virginia to play in a new stadium? New arena, that is. We'll check in with the Washington Post reporter about the news he and his colleagues are breaking this evening. It's six eleven. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Do you have a vehicle that your family no longer needs? Send it on its next adventure by donating it to Melwood. Donating is fast, free, and easy. Melwood accepts vehicles in any condition. Give before December 31st and qualify for a 2023 tax deduction. Call today and have your car picked up as early as tomorrow. To get started, call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's 1-877-MELWOOD or melwood.org forward slash radio. When you wake up to go to work, do you ever think about how important your job is? When you hear steam fitter as an occupation, what do you think of? The truth is, most people don't know what a steam fitter is. More importantly, what we do and how much it impacts you. And to truly understand how important of a job it is, 
Just take a moment to think about what your world would look like if you didn't have the ability to generate electricity, to have heating or air conditioning, microchip production, internet service, web-based storage, cellular service, medical gas systems and hospitals, lab gases for laboratories, pharmaceutical production, and frozen or refrigerated produce. Could you imagine? And these are just some of the things that we impact. The reality is that if steam fitters didn't install, retrofit, service, and maintain all the various systems that we are assigned to take care of, society would look completely different. Please visit steamfitters-602.org and let's talk about how we can bring value to you. Coming up, two for Monday. The NFL has two games tonight and the Wizards' slow march to wins (laughs) continue at Philadelphia. We'll have sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP. Before you use AI to transform your agency, you need to begin with trust. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash federal. IBM. Let's create. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 615, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for being with us. And now the latest on one of the evening's most eye-opening stories. Could the Caps and the Wizards be playing their home games in Alexandria in the next few years and leave D.C.? Virginia state lawmakers have been discussing a potential deal to bring the two teams to a new arena at Potomac Yard. Monumental Sports and Entertainment, which owns the Capitals and Wizards, has not said for sure whether it's moving to Virginia. But if the deal gets done, Monumental would spend hundreds of millions of dollars on that project. Teo Armas, one of four Washington Post reporters who broke this story, joined us earlier with more on how serious this deal actually is. I don't think and, you know, a lot of the people we've spoken to don't think that it would have made it this far and have made it to this specific commission of state lawmakers if this was not something that, Virginia and Monumental were both seriously considering and seriously, you know, putting resources and time and effort into. Okay, if it's only up to management team of Monumental, whether to move to Northern Virginia or do others have a say in all this? Is it just going to be a one person decision? How's this going to work if it happens? No. So there's a bunch of different levels of approval required. I mean, first off, Monumental has to actually be in it and and accept the deal. And at this point, there are a lot of questions we still have and a lot of clarity we're lacking about how definite this is. If this one committee of state lawmakers signs off on the deal, then the Virginia General Assembly would need to pass, I think, at least one bill, if not two, basically creating a stadium authority that would ultimately then play a role in building the arena. And then Alexandria City Council 
would also need to make zoning changes and, uh, you know, approve permits that would allow for a project like this to actually be built in Potomac Yard. What about the D.C. side of this? Those of us who lived here for a long time, we remember when this arena was first built and how it revitalized the Chinatown neighborhood. Now the possibility of the Wizards and Caps leaving could devastate that neighborhood, it seems. How's the D.C. government reacting to all this? We received a pretty short statement from Mayor Bowser's office today, basically saying they've worked with the D.C. Council to try and put forward the best proposal that they can offer up. But of course, you know, they're also juggling a request from the Nats with regards to Nats Stadium. You know, they're dealing with pretty struggling economy and sort of a struggling downtown area. And then, of course, they might be gearing up for another stadium fight when it comes to the Commander Stadium. So they kind of have a lot on their plate, and it really depends on sort of how the mayor and the council want to prioritize this arena in that long list of priorities. Teo, we have about 30 seconds left. How soon could we know a final decision on this? The specific Virginia Commission could vote today. They could vote within the next week. It's kind of hard to say, but I think this is going to be a big story over the next couple of months, given the number of approvals that will be required to make this happen. That's Washington Post reporter Teo Armas. Quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. The breaking news this evening, Supreme Court agrees to fast track the case of former President Trump's immunity in his D.C. election interference trial. Ukraine's president returns to Washington in an effort to break congressional gridlock on funding for the war against Russia. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 618. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Beltway Montgomery County yet another crash on the outer loop between Colesville Road and Georgia Avenue. Authorities are heading that way. That's going to keep outer loop traffic slow. Inner loop delays are slowly easing, but still a bit heavy as you pull past the Kensington and Silver Spring exits. All lanes on the Interloop are open. 270 northbound beginning to ease out. Some brake lights in Gaithersburg. Not uh, quite as lengthy a delay as earlier in the evening. 95 northbound, a slow Eckridge, uh, uh, exit into Elkridge because of a crash on 100 eastbound between 95 and Route 1. At times, traffic held. One damaged vehicle landed on the left, another on the right. So at times, eastbound traffic on 100 has been stopped by the crash response. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, minor slowing in and out of Laurel. Route 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge, good. In Virginia, 66, quieting down. 95 south, still heavy in Woodbridge. And the crash on 28 northbound between 50 and Air and Space Museum Parkway is clear. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterment has helped clients win the compensation they deserve. And as always, pay no fee unless your case is won. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. I'm Dave Daldine, WTOP Traffic. Now let's head to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Meteorologist Mark Pena. Mark, take us through the night. You know, it's going to be a cold one uh, after these winds die down, which they're doing slowly at this point after a windy uh, day with some morning snowfall. All that is clearing out, and this is going to be a clear and cold night ahead with temperatures falling into the 20s across most areas with a few areas into the low 30s. But no matter where, we're looking at a widespread freeze. Now, Tuesday, looking fantastic. Nothing but sunshine in the forecast and temperatures a little below average. It's going to be in the mid to upper 40s. Our average high is 50. Uh, tomorrow night, a slight uh, moderation in those temperatures, not so many 20s to start the day on Wednesday, but still most areas getting near the freezing mark. Uh, Wednesday afternoon, another fantastic day with sunshine and highs in the 40s. We're going to get a reinforcing shot of some cooler air Wednesday evening. Uh, that's going to drop temperatures into the upper 30s to low 40s for Thursday. That's going to be the coldest night of the week. After that, we're looking at a nice moderation in those temperatures again with southerly, southerly winds returning for the weekend. That's going to bring sunshine and highs in the 50s, which again, right around where we should be for this time of year. And we're tracking our next weather maker, which looks 
come in about a week from now. So details a little fuzzy, but it could bring our next chance of rain by early next week. But for now, let's just enjoy this nice string of days of nothing but sunshine. Outside uh, right now, cooling off now that the sun has set. I've got some 30s out there. It's 36 in Tyson's. It is 40 in downtown D.C. And currently it's 39 in Laurel. All right. Thanks much. Coming up on WTOP, we will talk about the Golden Globe nominations. They are out and Tucker Carlson is out with a new project. All that ahead at 621. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke, an asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist. Clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. It all happened so fast. This is Dave Johnson. I think you'll be saying that when you sell your home with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. Happened to Mark in Fairfax. Wanted to sell his home fast? Called Jennifer Young Homes. In three days' time, seven showings followed by three offers, all of which either for the full asking price or higher. And no stress, Jennifer takes care of everything and negotiated the best offer for Mark. He was happy. You will be, too. And want to know your home's real value? That answer is fast, easy, and free at JenniferYoungHomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703 Zelle helps you easily send money to people you know and trust, like friends and family, even if they bank somewhere different than you. For more than 30 years, the team behind Zelle has been supporting the financial services ecosystem by providing consumers and small businesses with the ability to quickly send and receive money. Today, we work with 2,100 banks and credit union brands to identify threats, educate consumers, and manage the network that helps millions of consumers and small businesses send and receive billions of dollars. Learn more at Zelle.com. This is Rocky Mosel with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. This is WTOP News. 623. We are moving into Hollywood Awards season. Today, we're learning the nominees for the 81st Annual Golden Globes. WTOP Entertainment Editor Jason Fraley tells us which TV shows are nominated. Best TV drama will watch two dynasties square off with Succession versus The Crown, but I kind of hope it goes to a newcomer like HBO's The Last of Us. If you don't think there's hope for the world, why bother going on? Keep going for family. Succession's Roy family will duke it out for Best Actor as Brian Cox faces Kieran Culkin and Jeremy Strong while Sarah Snook vies for Best Actress. I just wanted to get a few things straight. If we want to hold on to this company, we have to go into battle with the king. Dad said that it would be me. On the comedy side, Abbott Elementary is a beloved network sitcom, but voters might reward the final seasons of Barry or Ted Lasso. Right now, all I want to do is let you gentlemen know what an absolute honor it's been to be your coach. And in limited series, it's Beef versus Fargo, but I'm rooting for lessons in chemistry. Welcome, viewers. This is Supper at Six. The Golden Globes air January 7th on CBS. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Tune in next hour for the movie nominations. The award ceremony is next month. You can see all the nominees on WTOP.com. Former Fox News host Tucker Carlson is launching his own subscription streaming service. It's going to be called the Tucker Carlson Network. Fans can pay $72 a year for access to interviews, podcast-style conversations, films, 
and even an advice program. The move to offer paid content comes after Carlson launched a free show on X back in June. Carlson says he'll still post on X, but the social media site wasn't built to support the network that he wants to start. Tucker Carlson was Fox's most popular host before being abruptly fired back in April. It looks like many of us.